Hello, ladies and gentlemen of the interwebs. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk About It, a Tugiwaki podcast. This is shorts number five. So it is Men's Mental Health Month. As you already know, we've been talking about men's mental health, a side of the conversation that we don't often hear. So we've already established that men's mental health is important. We have to be aware as a society that men experience difficult emotions just as much as women do. And we need to give them spaces, safe spaces, to talk about how they're feeling. And there are also different things men can do to deal with these emotions, to seek help, to seek healing. But how do you actually go about talking about mental health? Men are less expressive generally than women. Um, men tend to hold things in. That's why the suicide rate is higher in men than it is in women. And so we find women are more open to talk about their problems. Aki, me, I'm stressed. Aki, imagine I'm not okay. Aki, what do I do? But men are usually very held back. There's often this idea that a man is supposed to hold everything in and not feel and not cry and all of that nonsense so usually there are these greetings in kenya that we have that are very strong strong kazana kazana you know there are these things we say and i also think especially in the african context men are supposed to be strong and immovable and you know you can't feel anything unless it's hunger and anger that's the range of emotions that you are permitted to feel so this episode i really want to share with you some questions that you could ask the men in your life whether you're a man or a woman that will help you like really dig deep and create a conversation around how they're feeling or who they are and what they're about these are questions i've used in my friendships and they've helped me a lot to just understand the men in my life i also know and this is what i want to pass on that in a conversation there's two parts there's the asking and there's the listening and sometimes we get the answers that we don't expect or answers that we don't want to hear but this is my plea go slowly come slowly do not be rushed do not be shocked beyond um what is appropriate for the conversation you're having some people are closed up some people will not appreciate these questions and that's absolutely fine at least you put in the effort at least you've tried to create a space where they can really talk about how they're feeling now these are not questions cast in stone. These are just ideas I came up with, things that I've used before that have helped me really understand the person I'm talking to. And these are questions that have helped my friendships and my friends just come to a better understanding of who they are and how they are and how I can support. So your intention, your tone, your approach is so important and that's something you have to be really cognizant of as you speak about deep things like mental health. These are things close to a person's heart, close to their mind. This is really close to their identity. So don't just walk into their lives like, eh, 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 excuse me, I want to know the answers to these questions. Now, this is not an exam. <laughs> this is a conversation. Let's talk about it. So question number one. No, wait, before we get into the questions, I just want to take this time to appreciate you who's listening to this episode. I want to thank everybody who's been listening to this 
um, series on men's mental health. Everybody who's engaged with me, giving me feedback, everyone who shared, y'all are the realest. Thank you so, so much. Okay, back to question number one. The question is, how are you feeling really? Now, this is an important question because usually the answer, the standard answer, the answer that we have accepted our society is, I'm fine. Niko poor, niko sour. Strong, strong. I'm good. Uh, a statistic came out today that showed that Nairobi, where I'm based, is one of the most stressful cities to live in the world. We are constantly being bombarded by terrible weather patterns, traffic jam, corrupt officials, stress in relationships. There's so much going on all the time, and it's so important to just sit down and feel what you're feeling. So this question is a chance or gives a chance you to talk about how you're actually feeling not to find a solution for the problem or for the feelings not to find a resolution but just to acknowledge hey i'm stressed or i'm disappointed or why i don't even know how i'm feeling miss gina skiaji that's a kenyan thing to say like i don't know how i'm feeling people say that question is often a plea for a ticket, just send me some cash. Cash makes everything better. But does it? Does it really? Does money solve all our problems? Does alcohol solve all our problems? Ask the question, how are you feeling really? And see where the conversation goes. Question number two. If you were not here in life, where would you like to be? Um... So many of us have a story about how um, our lives were changed by exam results or I wanted to pursue this kind of career but my dad said no or there was no money to take me abroad to study or I almost got married to my ex and then things didn't work out. Everybody you see has a story that's just waiting to bust out. This question helps you and helps the person who's answering talk about their dreams, um, talk about their disappointments. And it takes a certain type of maturity and strength and genuineness to listen to the answer. Um, it will require you to be empathetic. It will require you to probably share your own story if they're like, and you? You, where would you be if you aren't here now? You also get to really just acknowledge with this person or help them acknowledge where they're at now and and what their dreams are or were. Question number three, what things or thing has happened in your life that has thoroughly disappointed you? Hey, hey, this one is heavy. This one is heavy, but important. So I needed to say this about these questions. You are free to improvise. You are free to switch them up. You are free to change them as you see fit. This is not like cast in stone. So you could ask what thing or things have happened in your life that has thoroughly disappointed you, thoroughly excited you, thoroughly blown your mind away. You know, it just doesn't have to be disappointment. You pick the one that you're genuinely interested in knowing and ask and hear what answer they have. 
Um, this question takes the person to a specific event or a series of events or a moment in their life that they want to celebrate, that they want to remember, that they want to forget, <laughs> but need to process or need to talk about something that is pressing or something that is super important to them. So it's a really good question to just hear where they're at or hear what has happened in their past. Question number four, what was your happiest moment in life? This is a really nice one because you get to see the person brighten up and be like, hey, let me tell you what went down. I was in this place, so it was when I was in class three, or do you remember this famous person? They came and visited us in school. You know, you don't know where this question will take you, but you're certain that it will be a good place because you're talking about someone's joy, someone's happiness, a time in their life where they were really happy, where they experienced great joy. And I can guarantee you that the smile on their face will just brighten up wherever you are. If that was a really true and happy moment, a good memory that they have to share, you want you want to see that smile. There's, for me, there's nothing as beautiful as seeing someone remember a good time or happy moment. So that's a really good question to ask. Number five, when are you at your happiest and most peaceful? So this question brings the listener to the present, uh, something that they're currently doing right now in their life that brings them joy, that brings them peace. And this is so important when we talk about mental health, because you need to be doing things regularly that just help you distress, that help you regulate difficult emotions. Um, and so if you find that the person doesn't really have any ideas, this is a really good place to just give them different prompts, help them think about different things that they can do based on what their talents are and what their strengths are. There are a couple of ideas like hiking, taking a day off um, from work, turning your phone off at a certain time, spending time with friends, scheduling, self-care, seeing a therapist, all of these different things that you could do that give you peace and promote joy. You feel me? And question number six, who is your role model and why? I really like asking this question because it shows you who this person admires, why they admire them. This shows you what their values are, what they look up to, what they aspire to. And it also just shows you what is important to this person. Now, this you could be talking to your brother, your dad, your uncle, somebody who you already know. And so you might most likely already know who their role model is. Ask them to tell you more about their role model. Ask them to like investigate, find out why this person is admired so much. What What is it about your role model that you admire the most? And is that something you want to copy? Are you working towards being like this person? Like, tell me more. Tell me more. Question number seven. If you were a sports car, which one would you be and why? Now, not all guys are into sports cars. I know that. So pick something in that sports car's part of the question that they're interested in. It could be what car, what musical instrument, what phone, what piece of tech. If you were a footballer, which footballer would you want to be? This is kind of similar to the previous question, except you get to see this person really describe something that they're good at. You get to see them talk about things that they're interested in, and you get to see him talk about his world. 
the things that he's good at, the things that he admires, and how how the thing that he has immersed himself in or that has interest in matches with who he is. I often have friends just go off on like tech things and I have no idea what they're talking about, but they're very passionate about it. And for them, it makes sense. It could be tech, it could be music, it could be musical instruments, it could be celebrities. Like whatever this person really admires and is into, you see that come out. And for me, I think it's really important to just have people talk about the things they are passionate about. And it, it gives you a better, a greater idea of this person, their challenges, their strengths, their interests, the things that they're really good at, their passions. Even if there's not this one huge thing they know a lot about, it's it's still a really good way to get to know a person, get to know what they want to pursue and what they want to know more about. Question number eight, what do you do when you are stressed and how do you cope? This is another really, really, really deep and almost intrusive question. Depending on who you're asking, depending on your relationship, where you're at, how comfortable they are around you, they might give you an honest answer or a dishonest answer. And it's up to you to figure out how to play this one out but this question when answered honestly shows you first of all what stresses them and how they cope with it are they coping with it in a healthy way or an unhealthy way is this something that leads them to substances like alcohol or drugs or sex or porn or whatever substance or activity that could end up being addictive does this lead them to a group of other guys, friends, people who they can talk to? Does this lead them to isolation? Does this where does where does their stress drive them to? That's so important when we're talking about mental health because you get to see, or even the person answering gets to see and assess himself and be like, wait, do I need help? Do I need um perspective or insight what are these things that are making me stressed why do they stress me how can I deal with them healthily um, because we're trying to live healthy and whole lives we're trying to live long <laughs> and we're trying to create a society that's healthy and whole so this question is so important it's difficult to answer it's difficult to even just be honest with oneself about what they really do when they get stressed and about the things that stress them. But it's something we really need to talk about. Question number nine, what do you think is the most important thing in life? Oh, I like this question because it shows you what they value in life. It shows you or it even shows them what is a priority it helps you really reassess your life and think, okay, so if I think education is the most important thing, for example, am I spending my time pursuing education and knowledge and understanding? Am I wasting time? Am I pouring my money what in, in a place that I actually think is important? Is love the most important thing? What am I doing about that? Or this is why I do what I do because I think music is the most important thing because I think photography is the most important thing because I think wealth is the most important thing. That's why I have this job. That's why I'm struggling under this boss. It just helps you figure out like, wait, what am I really about? What, what do I want to pursue in this life? It's a really simple question, but really deep, deep 
ramifications. Lastly, and this for me is, I think, the most important one when we talk about men's mental health, number 10. How can I support you? What can I do to help you feel better? Now, once again, this is a question you can really switch up and turn depending on the conversation you're having and who you are talking to. How can I support you? When can I support you? How do you want me to be there for you? Do you want me to call you? Do you want me to hang out with you once a month? Do you want us to meet as a group of friends um, and chomanyama and get some cocktails or whatever? Do you want us to run together every weekend in Karura? Or do you want us to take a hike? Do you want us to walk? How do you want me to support you? Sometimes all a person needs is a phone call or a text. Text me once every three weeks. Just check up on me. Let me know. Um, let me know that I can trust you with how I'm feeling. That's so important. That's so, 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 so important as we try and build our healthy and whole society. So there you have it. Ten questions to ask your guy friends. They are very deep questions. They're questions that can inspire and hours and hours of conversation. They are questions that are difficult, but required, helpful, needed in society today. If you're on the receiving end of these questions, try your best to be as honest as possible because it helps you understand yourself more, gain insight about who you are, where you're going, what you're about, all of that. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I can't wait to hear what you guys think about it. Let me know. Send me a voice message on Anchor. Comment on my Instagram. Um, let me know what you're thinking. Do these questions make sense? Are they too much? Are you not about all of this? Let me know. See you in the next one. Bye.